So welcome to the Big Bang Bear podcast. This is the comeback episode. I have not recorded in over a little over a month, and I have a special guest today. It's my good friend from college, brother from another mother, my Italian fratello, Derek motherfucking Borza. Derek. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm I'm doing fantastic. I'm very happy that you're able to to get on air with me finally and record an episode I've, I've really been looking forward to having you on i'm telling you oh yeah me too i mean i got so excited i mean i fell asleep and uh waiting for uh the call yeah that's that's a way to get pumped you just take a quick nap whenever i was just oh yes so i'm like alert i'm ready to go i am energetic yeah it's good like like the high energy batteries you know like the energizer bunny oh 100 but like you know on blue when he's like blue and all charged up yeah, yeah, and then you just keep hitting the drums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, I fucking love those commercials. <laughs> yeah, dude, how how's your semester been? Like SU, obviously, it's been the first um, the first official semester where you know it's just affected by the whole COVID shit. Like, I don't know how how was that like? It was interesting. We started early, so obviously. Uh, for all those who don't know, when you're an RA or resident assistant, you have to go back to school early to do like training. So we had to go back, I want to say early August and then, or late August, somewhere in August, I forget the day. But because of Corona, we had to do the staggered enrollment basically. So it was the RAs would go and then it would be two weeks and then the freshmen would move in. And then you'd have another two weeks, seniors would move in, and then it was the juniors and sophomores after like the final two weeks. So basically I was alone with a couple of my friends who were other RAs uh, on campus for two, like a month until, you know, at least some of the uh, seniors came back. Cause I was in a class with, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I was in a, senior living so yeah when the seniors came back after those like after that month it was all good but uh, it was weird though i mean the school was empty and then like you really the freshmen only stayed in their dorms so like there wasn't really a lot of uh intermingling with them i remember going to uh in-person classes and the only other people that were there the first week i was there it was like five or six people in class i mean and susquehanna has you know they always talk about like small class sizes but I mean, mm-hmm. there was like five people in one, a 100 level public speaking class. So it was kind of weird. And then they yeah. had uh, all the spacing, you know, so like they covered up desks and stuff with plastic. So you couldn't sit in them. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing training. your snap stories. Yeah. All our, yeah. It was weird. Wasn't it? All I mean, it, seeing that, over. seeing that was surreal to me. I'm like, holy shit. I, I don't know how I would have reacted if I was in that predicament or that situation. Cause, um, dude, I, I just can't because <laughs> I know oh, yeah. I remember whenever shit hit the fan um, last spring and we, you know, we went home for spring break and we never came back since then. Right. And, um, you know, I never got to see how it was like to have uh, in-person classes like, you know, with like mi- in the midst of COVID. So obviously with you being like a couple years behind me, you got to experience that. I'm low key, yeah, very so then- glad I graduated. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, a lot of people said they were happy. Yeah. Um, but another thing was like the rules. Like we would be told a rule that we had to tell like our residents. Mm-hmm. But like the next week, it'd be something completely different. So there was a lot of uh, people who were like confused about what the guidelines were. And when they would ask me, I was hard. It was hard for me to extend those guidelines to the people because they like some of them just wanted to like you know play pong and yeah, dude. No one like from what I know, no one knew what the fuck they were doing. Not 100%. even like the higher ups. No, yeah, because uh, we had the head of our residence assistant like position, like she the head of the department. She left. Like all yeah. of a sudden, we got an email. And <laughs> so our SCA told us, like told. Uh, the dean, uh, one of the dean uh, Crocker. What? Who's she? Who's she the dean of? Like just like. Yeah, yeah. There's just one dean, Dean Crocker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's just a dean, and so our SCA told the dean what Colleen, the head of Res Life, told us, and she goes, "That's not what I told her to say." Oh and my she god. She left. So then it was like there's just all this like, well, we don't know exactly what the rules are, so what are we gonna stick to? So at the end of like, honestly, at the end of like the first month, I was like. If they if they come to me and ask me questions, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna ask Holly and then just wait for a response. And usually I didn't get a response, so I just said like, "Do what hell the hell you want," until, <laughs> until I don't know I know if it's wrong or not, and then I wouldn't get a response. So it was fine. Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty sure. You no, know, if it were me in that situation, I'd have my hands up in the air, just being like, "Dude, I'm just as clueless as you are. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like everything is just messed up." And yeah, but, no one knows yeah, what then, to do. Right, yeah. But most of the time when I would get a response, the rule would change. So it was kind of oh, the same God. thing. So, like, yeah, a bunch of my buddies – or not buddies. My residents wanted to do a – just, like, play beer – like, beer die out in the back because, you know, they're six feet apart. They don't matter <laughs> because they're six feet apart mm-hmm. and they're across from the table just throwing up a piece of die. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But, no, there was a, another RA in a different block who was – telling the SCA that like, that was wrong. And like, I was like, how is that wrong? Cause I mean, they're fine, but there was just like, you know, the rules that I didn't know. And I was, Oh man. And that just makes everyone who doesn't know, look like dumbasses or like, you know, either like dumbasses or, or like dicks. Yeah. Dumbass or, dicks. Uh, yeah. And then P- PCF also had different rules too. Like Jesus Christ. PCF Dude. was cracking down on a whole block with, uh, alcohol in a plastic cup like if you had a container they would like if they smelled it and there was alcohol like you got basically like they wait trouble. they changed that i didn't know that they changed it totally shit because so, I, I remember it used to be where you know if it's a clear can of alcohol anything that clearly indicates that it's alcohol obviously that's subject to be searched but if you have a plastic container you can't assume what it is so you have don't have the right to check it well, that is the rule, but uh, apparently PSAFE can just do have different rules too. So we just said if PSAFE the fuck? get rid of it. That's what we had. So, Bro, that's nuts. So now literally if they have any reasonable suspicion of you drinking, they literally could just go up to you and be like, hey, what are you drinking? Yeah, is that alcohol? Be like, yeah, but you could also be like, I don't want you to sniff my cup because COVID. So you could just say. Either that or just spill it. <laughs> yeah, or just dump it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm just be like, whoops. Just dump it. I know, like, the whole – it was funny, like, the – there was a group of people uh, the first week. Uh, I think they were having, like, a birthday party or something. In the house. Oh, God. They put it all over Snapchat, and they all got, like, kicked out for, like, two weeks. 
because they everyone was like flipping out and like uh, yeah i'm not gonna tell oh my god individuals who did it but like yeah it was so funny because i was like oh my god i was like they would have been fine too if they didn't post on snap yeah dude man god forbid anyone posts any you know sort of gathering on social media anymore like yeah, dude nowadays, that's yeah. whole it, you, you see how how norms have changed so drastically from like from from you know nine months ago to now yeah like you, can you even imagine like if if you were to see you remember in 18th how you know there was a fucking house party and you'd see all these people just clumped in together not even like feet from each other just fucking inches, inches. inches. yeah imagine that today oh my fucking god dude I, that that's like a crime i know because but like the to be honest like in retrospect looking back yeah those were fun uh but usually like the nights where it was jam-packed mm-hmm. it was so packed and hot that you didn't want to be in there mm-hmm. and then usually by like eleven thirty, everyone went to the bar so like then the night was dead but now since the last call is at 11 everyone comes back and it's like a whole different vibe from like midnight 11 to like 2 a.m where like there are just people like doing that stuff and since it's all secret that like you know, you're trying not to, trying to like lay like a low profile, but like you're trying to have like, <laughs> I mean, now when you say like, we're going to have hella heads over, it's like 20 people versus like last year where you could stuff 60 to 70 people in like a little room. Yeah. And then, dude, it, then there you'd have 10 or 15 people up on the stairs. You'd have a couple yeah. people in the bathroom, like, or in like the rooms upstairs. Oh, and then you, we had a block party last year. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's just, you look at your like, flashbacks on snapchat where like you know from a year ago like you kind of like cringe like i can't believe i was in a room with like all those people and like i wasn't breathing through a mask but like now it's like Mm -hmm. now it's normal but like before then that's all we needed to do and i I hope we get back to that because i really hate washing (laughs) masks dude i think i'll forget to wash them and i'll put it on (laughs) garbage oh i know that i know that feeling yeah, I had a mask. Of, like I had this one skeleton mask that I love to wear. The first time I had it, I hadn't washed it in like fucking three weeks. <laughs> dude, it smelled weird. <laughs> it really yeah, smelled dude. weird. And I finally got to washing it, and I actually wash it. I well, I lost it now, but I used to wash it like um, every three or four days. And it's mainly because I have this hand soap that I um, put over like the inside of the mask. Cause for some reason, like I guess my sweaty grime gets on the, on the inside of the mask and it's white. So like you mm-hmm. see like some brown spots and shit. I'm like, Oh damn, that's dirty. So I would just, um, I would just like kind of uh, marinate some fucking uh, hand soap. <laughs> I know what, what a word to use. Yeah. I marinate hand soap on the, on the inside of the mask and then, you know, just throw it in the washer with all my other clothes and dude, it's fucking awesome. Like if you choose the right hand soap, that smells good. As soon as you put the mask on, all you smell is the soap, and it's like, oh yeah, like it's like you're getting hugged by like a bunch of flowers or something that smells good. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I also recommend putting a pack of gum in your, your console, mm-hmm. uh, car console with center console with like a couple masks because when you pull out the mask, it smells like five gum or mint or whatever. I think I think the the only disadvantage to that is because I've done this before. I've worn my mask and chewed gum. It's like the mint the mintiness, like the smell, kind of goes up to your eyes and then it kind of burns you a little bit. Has, has that ever happened to you? Uh, no, because I don't chew gum with the mask on. Oh, okay. See, I chew gum with the with mask it. on. Yeah, if you just store it, it gives you like the little mint 
smile. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because usually if I have a mask on, I'm going to like the grocery store or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm home now. So it's like, and I don't drive at school. So, I mean, I'm only there for like an hour. I only have it on for like an hour. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I can only imagine being a fucking RA this year must have been the most confusing thing ever. I mean, on the bright side, you still get, you know, your whole room and part of board, but dude, I also heard dining services was a shit show, like absolute shit show with all the food. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, uh, a bunch of people who like wanted to work at the dining services, like quit. So now we just have like the regulars. Oh my God. Um, Because they want to go over and deliver the food to the people who are in quarantine, which Mm -hmm. I understand. Like if they had health issues and stuff, they're like, Hey, I don't want to do this. But like, you know, you have Judy Lynn working like doubles and oh, like, man. like 80 bags on the table. I remember one night I ordered something and it was like an hour and 30 minutes. So I just took someone else's bag with an same <laughs> order. Oh I mean, that God. bag was there too for like 30 minutes. So I go, they're not going to come pick this up. So I took that and left. And then she DM'd me on Instagram saying, hey, <laughs> your meal's here. I know you left. And then I said, she goes, do you want it? I go, no, I don't want it. Like just <laughs> Or I took so-and-so's meal. Just tell them if they ever show up that I took a... It was the same order. So I was like, I take theirs. Mine's going to be hot. Like, it's mm-hmm. whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, like, at that point, I mean, I've had four or five of my bags taken. And the insurance, like, we pay an extra $50 for stolen food. So I don't really <laughs> think it's that big of a deal to take one bag of food. Not like it's a good thing, but, I mean... It was out there, so I'm taking it. Yeah. I don't know. I guess aside from all the shitty things, though, what, what was, like, the best part of the semester if there was any? Oh, my God. Like, my, my block, dude. <laughs> C block was the best block. Just because C1 through C5 were just such a diverse and dynamic group of people, and they were always, like, so nice and, like, just, like, we're planning on, like, hey, like. I don't know, like, just being on being on 18th was fun. Being back at school was fun. Just being able to drink. Mm-hmm. When my roommates yeah. came back, when my roommates came back, uh, the first week we were back, I think we all just drank and stayed up and played, like, Call of Duty, I think, for, like, a whole week. Because it was, mm. like, you had nothing to do. And then, because I didn't think I was going to, like, drink every single day, because I never did that before. But definitely my roommates changed that. Uh, oh my god dude and then like yeah and then uh it was just like who were your roommates if i can ask henry parent and Jason oh, of course <laughs> of course of course they both graduate too so it was like their last hoorah so i was like yeah i definitely want them to live with me like that would be so fun just good like the because i know henry just smokes like a chimney when he's hammered like if <laughs> he's drunk uh which is funny um I know he ordered a, and plus he's just like a character. Like I know he ordered a woman's medium, yeah, vine shirt, thinking it was for him. <laughs> when he clicked, because I go, dude, you ordered this. I go, but it's so tiny, and it was funny because it fits Seamus. <laughs> oh, so now we know Seamus is a women's medium. Yeah, it, like, dude, that, has that kid not gotten bigger at all? Holy shit! No, he just got fat. He got like he drank got a beer belly. Oh yeah, he he drank a lot, so he's like one eighty now. Whoa! Yeah. Oh my God, dude he, he he's probably like the new Sean Hake. Sean yeah. Hake, he was skinny, and that guy had a beer belly. But damn, could he run? Yeah, because his nose could cut through the air. 
<laughs> Yo, and I don't know what Seamus has that that could distinguish him, but maybe it's his hair. I don't know. Well, dude, we couldn't we could only practice. So I mean, I didn't yeah. really practice that much obviously because of my school load. But I was planning on playing sevens this semester because I was taking twelve credits. Like I have twelve yeah. credits now. So, dude, yeah. What we about an email saying like uh-huh. canceling winter sports or spring sports? Wait, SU. I think yeah. They Damn. Thing. Let me see if I can find it. Hopefully, I don't like cancel it. So, I mean, what what all did you know about the season for um the fall for rugby? Because obviously, that must have been skewed. Obviously, with the semester getting cut short a little bit. Well, there's only like four teams that said, "Yeah, we can play other people," but. Uh, they only basically the whole season was canceled. I think we got our eligibility back if we like decided to like play somewhere else or I don't know, do like a fifth year or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I know there was four or five teams that were like, yeah, we'll play. We don't care. But their rest of the, basically everyone else was like, no. So we just said no. Uh, <clears throat> so we could just only practice. Um, but the problem was like you had to take like your temperature and stuff. And the thing is you're paying like $10 mm-hmm. for like a thing that says temperature. Uh, so Tony was taking our temperatures and they were like 92.3 degrees. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I should be dead right now. Or like a <laughs> temperature, he take a temperature of someone else, which was like 110 degrees. So like they should be dead on the other side. Uh, but they didn't even have a fever. So he'd take, he'd do like a sec, he'd be like 110 degrees, but like, okay, that's not right. So he would take their temperature again, then it'd be like 95. Oh my so God. I go, what's the point of taking our temperatures if this thermometer is not even going to tell us like the right thing? So he was like, yeah, I just have to do it anyway. So you write it all down and then you practice. And then you can only be in a group, you're like your group for like the rest of the year. So like there's 50 of us practicing, but we're doing drills with 10 or 15 guys that we only interact with for the whole season because you can't. And we have like, we had like four bags of balls and each group had like a bag of balls. And then you, that group would only be the one to touch those balls and you clean that up. Dude, that, that would have been so fucking weird. Like I, I mean, you're all honestly, cool, but like, it's so different. It's, so it's different. like you have, it's like you're practicing with four different teams. Yeah. That's nuts. And no, and it's funny too, because the, the guys that you're in the same group with that whole season, like that's not going to stop you from seeing other guys from those other groups during, you know, like outside of practice. Dude, yeah, Seamus would come over all the time. Like, <laughs> hang out. Like, and I'm like, oh, we're not supposed to do this. Oh, and then there was like the whole housing situation where explain being a different, you can be in a different build, academic building uh, for that whole thing. So, like, for academic buildings, you couldn't walk into someone's dorm or anything unless you're in the same dorm. So if I was in West Hall, I could go into someone's room who lived in West Hall, but I couldn't go into Smith. <laughs> dorm. So okay. all, all of the cool RAs were in, went to uh, Olivia's suite in West Village, and guess who saw us leaving down the stairway? Who? Bailey. Oh my all, god! We all got an email the next day saying like <laughs> the rule. You guys need to follow the rules. This is your last warning. <laughs> so you're telling me Bailey narked on you guys? I mean, I had to. Like, there is no other. I mean, the, everything lined up so well that it, that had to have been him. <laughs> Dude, it could have been anybody else, but fucking Bailey, man. And I was like, 
I was like, we could have like just left within like a minute earlier or like two minutes later, and it would have been fine. But oh, it was just crazy. It was so weird. So what was he like? Was he like on duty or something? I guess he was like walking, and he said, "Hey, who are you?" And I just kept on walking, and Jack McLaughlin like turned around and said, "Hey, what's up?" Just, oh, yeah, we're almost outside the door. It was like five or six of us. I was so like tight about that. It's in um. If I guess correctly, does everyone have to wear masks? Like just even out and about oh, walking yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh I man, that I don't wear one though until I walk into an academic building. If I'm by myself, there's no point. Like, Dude, it must be weird because like you know, walking around with your mask on, you can't even tell who's who anymore. Like you don't even want to say hi to like the wrong person. You don't know who they are. Unless, yeah. you know, you really know how they look like. Yeah, I mean, that actually hasn't been the problem. The problem for me is I think I read lips more than I thought I did. So, in, or like, you can't whisper in class anymore. Like, you literally have to scream to someone. <laughs> because you can't even mouth the words, like, or like, what did he say? Or like, something like that. Like, you just have to ask the professor, or like, what letter is that? Or something like that. Yeah. So you literally, and you can't make comments. You just sit there, because unless you want to make a comment like this loud... So someone can hear you because, you know, they're also like six desks away and you can't mouth something because you have a mask over your mouth. Jeez. It's just a whole different dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What else Dude, it's, it's really interesting to hear, from, like, yeah. you know, from your perspective, how that's all been like. I mean, it doesn't sound like it was all that bad, but at the same time, like all the little nuances and new rules that you have to abide by, it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, they were. And at the beginning... But honestly, it took like a week and a half, two weeks. Because I was there before anyone else came. So I was yeah. in class and already used to it while people were came in and were in the, like, you know, uh, I, I would just call it like the bitch phase. Like I was in the yeah. bitch phase when I was there, when I'm by myself. And then I got over it. And then everyone else came in and did the bitch phase and... But it was it was weird because most of the people who complained about staying, who mm -hmm. had to stay home and not come to school early, were the ones to leave when we had the option to leave when we got turned to go online. Yeah, like, they said because uh, if for all those people who don't know, uh, we got sent home after Halloween weekend because there's a spike in cases. Mm -hmm. I think people just left to go party somewhere else at Halloween, came back. Uh, so we got sent to be online, but it was a week before we were supposed to be online anyway. So they said you could stay on campus. So a bunch of the people just like, we're like, well, I'm just going to go home now, which is understandable because they could either start working or whatever. But uh, a lot of those people who were complaining about coming that they had to stay for like the delayed entry were the ones were the first ones to leave. And I was like, why can't you just stay on campus? A bunch of us are staying on campus. And that was honestly the funnest weekend I think I ever had my college life because by that last weekend there was probably like 60 50 seniors left and they were all mm -hmm. like or like the boys so yeah we kind of just like just did whatever and since it was only 50 of us public safety like never came out they talked to us the next morning saying like you guys shouldn't be like walking in each other's rooms or like <laughs> smashing, smashing pump smashing pumpkins <laughs> and the hey, so that is, that's a band smashing pumpkins yeah so i just went up to them and go i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> You always yeah. always got to play it dumb. Always it was, have to play it dumb. It was so funny because I saw uh, Trilly. Like we were walking from end block back to UC, and I saw Trilly smashing pumpkins in like <laughs> uh, 
in front of C Block, and I go, "That's cute that Sierra's watching him smash pumpkins." And that's the kind of love I want. Chunky was with me. He goes, "He's not what she's not watching him smash pumpkins." I go, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Look." So I look over, and Sierra now has a pumpkin in her hands and smashes <laughs> it right next to Trilly, and I start dying, dude. It was so funny. Dude, I swear to God. It was just stuff like that, like that whole night. And it was like that night from, because we started drinking like in the morning. And then yeah. it was like all the way to like 4 a.m. So, and it was just like, you know, like a shit show because it was like a different, it was completely different than like a usual night. So Hey, d- dude, as, as long as it wasn't Harry smashing like glass bottles in the middle of D block or. Gone. Yeah, he was already gone. Really? He left already. Yeah, he had went home. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people went home. Damn. Well, he didn't hesitate. Yeah. No, he was. He was. He was on the fence. He didn't know if he was going to leave Sunday or like Tuesday because he yeah. wanted to go home. Because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he was wanting to work on school. Plus, he doesn't drink, so I was like, I get that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I totally yeah. forget. Why doesn't Why doesn't Harry drink? I completely forget. Uh, just like family issues with like alcoholism and stuff. Oh, so he kind of just doesn't want to like relive that trauma. Yeah. Which or he I doesn't want to become part of it. Oh, yeah, which is respectful. I mean, I'd oh, that's honestly that's very respectful. I'm like, damn, okay. Yeah, so no, I, I could definitely um stand by that. Yeah. Um, so though, 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 he has smoked, hasn't he? Yeah, but he doesn't do it like as much as he did in high school. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, if... that too. I think he mainly just gets hype off of not taking his ADHD medication on the weekends and then just letting his brain do his thing. Uh, I had a feeling he had something. I didn't even know he yeah. took meds. Yeah, so <laughs> dude, kid, kid has so much energy. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, so he just won't take his Adderall on Friday, and he'll be <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> dude, speaking of Adderall, man, I took that once. I know um, Elise; she had hooked me up with that a few times, and I remember this was when I like I was just on the fence of just not wanting to do any more work. I was like, hit, senioritis was hitting me hard, mind you. This was like in the uh, fall of um, fall sem- yeah. yeah. It was in my- her apartment with the Moscow mules and stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was around that time. Um, I was telling her about how I was just having difficulty focusing and shit, and then she had offered to like start giving me Adderall, and I was like, you know, I've never taken Adderall before. Sure, why not? When I took my first little dose, man, I was, I was so enlightened, but I was so <laughs> shocked by the focus that was in my head like dude i i whipped out a fucking eight page paper in a few days because of that adderall Mm. and then i took it again another time and it it was bad because i took it too late in the day where like i i it it was really hard to go to bed it really was yeah because it's like one of those like stimulants or whatever yeah if you take an addy it has to be like as early in the day as possible so then like when the day like goes by it won't, you know, it won't be affecting you as much um, when you go yeah. to bed, which, dude, that's Adderall is no joke, man. Like, and and plus, I had to start upping my doses on the second try already, so I've only ever taken it twice, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, the second time, or I, I think I, I've done it three times, but I, I don't think I'll ever do it again, especially because I'll never find myself in the situation of having to do homework assignments like like we did back in college, like that. That was horrible. I've I've had focusing problems like throughout all my four years just because I don't know. I I don't know if it's something like in my head and the way I'm wired, but getting focused always took me like a few hours to just finally start something. And usually I would procrastinate like the first three years of college. I procrastinated 
at least half of everything I've done. Yeah, especially still still managed with straight A's, B's, and a couple C's on the side, but you know. Yeah, dude. And if you were online, you'd hate it. Oh my god! It, it just makes it worse. Yeah, That's dude. I'm so glad all my stuff was uh in person. I had in person classes from the beginning of school till basically the week before Thanksgiving. So I couldn't thank the university enough for allowing me to have that, or I wouldn't have gotten a four O. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a very easy semester for a lot of people. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen um, a few other people have a four O, and I was like, holy shit, man! Like, I mean, yes and no. Uh, I know for uh, chem, it was a lot more work because we would have we would have group work every single week. So mm-hmm. basically, there'd be an assignment. You'd have to meet with the professor, go over the assignment or the problem that he assigns you, and then come back meet with your group, present what your problem was, and if anyone had any questions, you would need to be able to explain it. Then we'd have a quiz every week uh, on top of that. And then homework was optional, but the quiz would go over basically the homework problems that were quote-unquote optional. Yeah. Basically, like, if you went to office hours with the TA, she would tell you what was on the quiz. Or, like, you really need to look at this one. You know what I mean? Like, give those hints. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after every three weeks, we'd have an exam. And then, uh, what else was there? Yeah, that was it, I think. And then yep. there was other stuff. Oh, then lab, lab, the lab write-ups for chem wanted me to, like, uh, I don't know, punch an old lady because it was so, it was so <laughs> bad. It just infuriated me. Dude, uh, I can only imagine how, how terrible that all was. I'm sure the whole semester was just dull in general yeah. just because. And then my lab partner was a freshman in Smith. And they oh. got quarantined every other week. So she was like never there <laughs> for the labs. It was so <laughs> funny. I was just like, might as well just not have a lab partner. And then is is that like, what um your professor told you? Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you know, Kendra's uh, quarantining. Yeah, no, she would text me. She'd be like, yeah, Smith's under quarantining. I can't leave. <laughs> Which, thank God, we don't have wastewater testing for C-Block. They just have to randomly select people. Because if the wastewater test goes off, you have to stay in your C block. You have to stay in your block like for two days until all in one tests back negative. Oh so, my god! I mean, so no one, did did no they make everyone take COVID tests? Yeah, before they went to school. Yeah, no, I'm sure some of the people yeah. faked it. Like, there's definitely ways to loophole around that. No, they uh, they paid for the test. You got sent to you. You had to uh-huh. be in front of someone. Uh-huh. Uh, you took the test, and then you had to mail it back. And if there's any indiscrepancies, you couldn't return to campus until they figured that oh, out. Because oh, I know my one, my one buddy got tested. They lost his test. He took another one. They uh, found the first one, and then they said – I think his second one was negative, but then they found the first one, and then uh, – when they found the first, when he was getting his second one, he should have been already back at, uh, at school because he was yeah. leaving like that same day and they like didn't have the results back yet. And then they found his first one, luckily, and tested that one. And then we're like, okay, you can go back. He was like, that's bullshit. Like, it wasn't my fault you guys lost it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then I think I got tested like four times at school because I got randomly selected the first week I came back. That was like a throat swab thing. It, looked, it was kind of like a strep test. Okay. And then, and it was so nice to get the negative email confirmation back. Like every time I got tested, it was just like a little like satisfactory thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> Would you believe me if I told you I never got tested? I believe you. I never got tested. Yeah, I believe. So you. I mean, there's I work, no point. You're not sick. You're not. I mean, yeah. Someone. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't been sick for a long time. Actually, the last time I got sick was ex- almost exactly a year ago. On the 23rd, I remember. I was coming back from uh, from working for my dad. I was driving. And I was progressively feeling bad, like worse as I was driving back to Lebanon and turns out that I had a stomach bug. So then when I drop off the last passenger, um, you know, I'm on my way home, you know, on the van still. And I had to stop in the middle of the road or on the side of the road somewhere on my way home. And I projectile vomited for like a, a good 10 seconds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then I ended up driving back the rest of the way home. I had diarrhea and Ooh. it was, yeah, dude, I had probably lost so much water. It wasn't even funny. And then that night I went to bed with a fever, like a, like a high fever. And I don't know how that happened. Um, I think my, my youngest sister, she actually had been sick and I, you know, I like before I went to um, bed the night before I worked, I gave her a kiss on the forehead. And I guess that was enough for me to, you know, get the sickness from her probably because the next day it was me and my dad who both got sick then. Oh, wow. But it was crazy because just as quick as that stomach bug um, came, it left just as quickly. Because mm-hmm. then the next day, like, you know, I um, I was already feeling better, but my body was still like feeling the after effects of that stomach bug. Like yeah. I had to I had to like eat small foods and drink a lot of water you know, within the next two days, mm-hmm. I didn't go to a doctor or anything. I was just, you know, basically self-treating it. And, and eventually I, I turned out to be a hundred percent, but that sometimes makes me wonder, dude, like, you know, COVID only started getting publicized. Like we only started to really know about it around January, but what if it was around way before that? Like oh, what if yeah, it started, my, yeah, you know, my brother thinks that he got it before because him and his fiance got really sick. Like yeah in january uh slash beginning of la- ending of december like after mm-hmm. christmas that was me and yeah and it's Pittsburgh. you know they live in pittsburgh and you have all these international students coming from back uh from china from like the holidays or whatever it was so like i don't know if like that they could have got something like before mm-hmm. uh with traveling and stuff and all that stuff because uh they my brother and my his fiance definitely think they got him before it was even like a thing, which I mean, could be. Could be That's possible. exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. could I have possibly gotten COVID before it was ever known as COVID? Right, <laughs> it just right. gets you thinking. Cause like I, I've never ever in my life have been that sick ever. I've never mm-hmm. projectile vomited. Like when I vomit, it, it wasn't like as bad as I, you know, it happened that day. Right. Like dude, projectile vomit. Like I'm telling you, I lost 10 pounds in a matter of like seconds. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Cause I weighed myself later on and I was, I lost 10 pounds. I was, I went from like 250 to 240. I'm like, holy shit. Right. And you're just driving people around. So like any of those people could have been sick. Yeah. And this is from New York too. And you know, anyone, anyone can, you know, be around you in New York, you know, everyone's like always close quarters over there. Yeah. That's why it gets hit so hard. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, I've been careful and taking my precautions like since, you know, the whole lockdown happened in March and, of just you know, I, I somehow, some way, I'm I'm still here, you know, somehow, maybe, possibly COVID free, right? It's just it's crazy. In your six hundred dollar check, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude, I, I think that's so hilarious how we go from getting 1200 if you're an independent and then they just chop it in half. And oh yeah, did you dude, that's just that? nuts. Like some that for some people, that's only like half their rent. That's half my rent, dude. That's half your rent, and it's what seven. You needed that like what five months ago? <laughs> oh my god, all that stuff. Whatever. When did they stop doing the COVID re- unemployment relief? Is that um that June? I think, June. I think yeah, June. yeah, it was in June. Uh, what's crazy is like they half their funding is like. They're giving five hundred million to, I think, refugees in uh, Serbia. I think that was in the bill. I don't mm-hmm. want to be quoted on that, but I mean, I mean all right, you're not being quoted on it. It's a podcast, so it's not like I'm like the researcher or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it's a five thousand page bill, and I think a billion dollars or more is going out of the country, which is like understandable. But I mean, not right now, like. I feel like we need it more than anyone else right now, in my opinion. Yeah, dude, did you businesses and all that stuff? Like, you you know what I I think is funny too is that um, probably part of the reason why such little money is being sent out to us because I don't know if you remember this. The first time the stimulus was sent out, the twelve hundred, a good amount of that money was sent to dead people. Did you know that? Yeah, and then some guy in Iowa got like a million dollars because they forgot like a p- bunch of zeros. And he mm-hmm. looked at his account and he goes, that's weird. And he called like the IRS or whatever. And then they took it all out and he was, and they interviewed him and they're like, what was it like to be a millionaire for less than an hour? And <laughs> yeah. like, well, don't feel any different. <laughs> it's funny. I, I mean, my, mo- my mom said she would have just put it in like a savings account and let the interest build up. And then whenever they realize their mistake, like just give it back to them. But like, I mean, even your interest rate, what you get like 1% every three months or something, 1% mm-hmm. of a million is still 10 grand. So like, that's a shit ton. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Dude, just crazy times, man. Like I, I honestly, I don't see things being normal ever again from here. Like Pete, like we're going to have to start thinking of new ideas of ways to interact with people, um, how we can be around them and stuff. Because and also I think there's going to be um, like a mask mandate on like certain seasons, like say the winter flu season. Yeah, like there'll be a mask mandate, you know, in public and stuff. And then during the summer, maybe it won't be as bad. I don't think there should be a mask mandate. I think there, it should be the same thing as like if you're working and you're sick, you should stay home. You shouldn't get other people sick. If you're sick, put on a mask. Like, Dude, uh, people. the flu. I mean, I mean, I mean, people are a lot dumber than we thought. Oh, I'm no, telling you, man. I'm saying, in my opinion, though, I would put on a, I would put on a mask if I was sick. But if not, yeah, I'm fucking wearing one. Like, I mean, I wear one now, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, if you yeah. if it's just flu season, they say wear a mask. You're like, I'm not sick. If someone's sick, they better have one on. But yeah, and if people are feeling like any bit under the weather, too, I mean, you know, oh yeah, don't really like, like put it on. Like, it's never either that or stay home. Or, um, you know, there's a lot of people that obviously don't like wearing masks. I know for me, I try to make it a little fun. I try to get a mask that's like, you know, a design or, you know, very comfortable to wear. Cause the, yeah. the skeleton one that I had, <clears throat> unfortunately I had lost it. That one, it was like nice and silky. And like, you know, honestly, I could have worn that all day and I wouldn't have, wouldn't have minded. Yeah, I know. Cause I had the Susquehanna one. They gave us one for uh, like rugby. 
So like, yeah. it's basically an athletic one where you can like actually breathe through it, which is so nice. Lucky um, fucker. And I wear that all the time. It's like I can breathe. It's like I don't even have one on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I think masks are going to be like, they're going to be the new, you know, generic Christmas gift now for, mm. for people. It's also going to be, I think masks will now advance to a point where, you know, they'll have like this high tech stuff inside it and you can just breathe through like if you were not wearing one. I mean, mm. they, they've already made a bunch of that now, but I mean, it costs a bit of money, obviously. I forget what they're called. Like Kevin Hart said it in his one comedy special. They're called like N95s 94, or something. Yeah. N94. I don't know. Yeah. We have a Some, bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in the car, just in case. I mean, fuck, a mask is literally like tissues now. Like you definitely need to have them in your house yeah and you, and you either have them hanging on your on your rear view mirror or like on one of your your handles on your steering wheel yeah or like the turn signal or one of those yep i always have mine on the turn signal all the time yeah, yeah. dude i i swear like we're gonna find ourselves reminiscing so hard about you know whenever all this never hit i just yeah. find it crazy because you know if you think about it there's been some um, speculations about people who already knew it was going to happen. Like um, Steve Jobs, or not Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Bill Gates already knew. He apparently knew this could have happened. Yeah, there was a bunch of talk with him about uh, epide- like the next thing. The, uh, pandemic. Ruin, yeah, to economically ruin the United States would be a pandemic because we're a buying society. So if you cut off that, like, buying and selling market of the United States, you cripple the United States uh, with shutdowns. Yeah, dude, like that. the yeah. pandemic exposed the shit out of us as a country. Which is good, because now we know. But Yeah, I think, I think it's the change we didn't know we needed and kind of helps us figure out where do we need to improve. And, um, you know, it's... It's just, I think, unfortunately, there's sometimes like bad things need to happen because in order for there to be any good in the world, there's got to be some bad. And sometimes the bad can be very overwhelming. And this is one of them. Yeah, no. Because, dude, I mean, some people are just going nuts, like, you know, having to stay inside, having to walk on eggshells with, you know, not getting sick. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole argument with uh, opening schools and stuff. Mm hmm. Because there's a huge portion of kids that don't get, or at least don't die. I mean, they get sick. Uh, but it's kind of like for them, like their immunity is so young, like they can take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the number of child suicide, adolescent suicides is like skyrocketing because they're stuck in their room. They're not socializing. They're like, you know, and social media, if you get, if you absorb too much of it, it's toxic to begin with. So you get in your head and, you know, you're at that point when like you're 16 and you don't know a lot about like a lot of things. So you think like everyone should be riding around in Lamborghinis when they're 20 and that's not like mm-hmm. their style. And, you know, you just start stuff starts to spiral and stuff. I mean, it's, and it's sad and depressing, but like, yeah, I, mean, I think the number of kids or teenagers that have passed away is like uh, a mere like one or five percent than the amount that like the amount of additional mm-hmm. adolescent suicides that have gone up. And, you know, it's different for everything because, like, now we had to figure out, like, mental health. We should figure – I mean, that was always a problem, mental health of teenagers, but that should also be looked at more now. Than mm-hmm. ever, especially with people who are going to be online, we need to figure out how to, like, keep that emotion better as if it was in a school system, you know, with interacting with friends and stuff, like you said <laughs> earlier. 
Yeah. And it's, it's extremely hard too, because some people, they actually prefer that in-person interaction and some people just don't want to be behind a screen all the time. Yeah. I mean, hearing, hearing the word zoom, like that's literally probably one of the most used words of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. Hello. No, and can you hear me now? Okay, yeah, I it, it kicked me out of the thing for a moment. I don't know what happened. Um, so yeah, I was saying that um, I, I wasn't more concerned over the fatality rates amongst the like the adolescents, but more so because um, I was thinking to open schools during this pandemic would not be very productive because you know kids kids are not as cognizant about being sanitary as adults are and you know with them being up close and they always want to be around their friends and stuff like you never know who's carrying what and sometimes they'll like have a total disregard for you know social distancing or washing their hands or you know just making sure they're they're clean all the time and then they come back to their homes and they could potentially expose say family members that have like terrible conditions you know could be cancer diabetes high blood pressure high blood sugar and stuff so you know even though the kids will survive because they have a very good immune system compared to adults they're still ultimately bringing it back into their household and before they even realize before the families realize that their kid might have it you know everyone else already has it because obviously families are just so close-knit like that like they're always around each other within like a few feet so that's where it just makes things very tricky and honestly i i really think we should have never opened schools to begin with like as much as it sucks because there's obviously give and take with opening and reopening or not opening at all and honestly it's just a matter of trial and error you know now we obviously see that from schools opening in pa that uh you know rates have obviously just been the highest since ever which really sucks because it just, you know, even with the vaccine out now, I I still don't think we'll ever see things going anywhere near normal until maybe, you know, next year. Like I'm talking like close to 2022, you know? Yeah, I understand that. Uh, oh, yeah, I understand your perspective. No. There's also, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's college students yeah. who, you know, didn't follow the rules. <laughs> Obviously, like younger students aren't going to do the same thing, which I agree with. Uh, and like, I know, I just feel like, uh, I mean, I know my family's got some health issues, so like, we're not seeing our grandparents, they didn't come to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for Christmas because obviously we want them just to be safe and stuff. So you can see them for a few um, more years at least, yeah. Um, unless they, you know, die tomorrow, then god forbid, <laughs> should we have seen them and then the, ho- the holiday, yeah, I know. Uh, so because my grandpa's like. I don't care. I might die tomorrow. I'll come see you. But my grandma's like, we're not. It's his wife. So he's like, we're not coming. So, yeah, no. That, uh, she always wins. Dude, at the uh, end of the day, women, women low key have the final yeah. say. Like when you're, once you're married, you know, you ba- like a man basically, I think gives up his full deciding power. Like he has to actually honor um, you know, choosing as a duo, not just like solely for his benefit. So, oh yeah, and there's also yeah, like, you know, yeah. I mean, that's like nothing to like 
Yeah, because I mean, he never forgive himself. They went and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gotta trust a woman's intuition sometimes, or most of the time, at least. Yeah. Um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah, like, I guess we could disagree on opening and closing the schools. Uh, just because, like, I mean, you have your points, I have other points, but like, I mean, that's just gonna be our opinions. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, because I think this is one of those things that you really can't argue about. It's just really there's always gonna be different um sides to it, no matter what. And And I could easily tell you like reasons why we should still open schools because obviously kids are suffering in their learning progress if we didn't reopen them, you know. So I, I'm very aware about that too. And it's just hard. It's like, I feel like, like just a little bit more of what I think is better is on the one side of not opening, but honestly, like, well, we could probably agree on most things on why they should open. But I mean, I just, I'm just leaning a little bit more to like not opening, you know, for the sake of not yeah, exposing. No, With like, yeah, well, you don't want the cases to be up. Dude, I'm just sick and tired of just seeing news about COVID almost every single day. Like I have CBS on my, or yeah, CN, yeah CBS news on my phone. And I get notifications, um, you know, almost every day saying this, this and that about COVID, this and that, like relief bill, all this shit. And, um, you know, and I am like as much as I'm trying to stay in the loop about what's going on, like sometimes it's it's mentally exhausting, you know. Oh, yeah. Sometimes like I feel like everyone should just. I mean, honestly, like just turn off their phone. And go for a <laughs> Yeah. Week like every day for like 15 minutes and just like just take a chill pill. yeah so, i wish it wasn't i mean it's good for like the mental health yeah too, just like to get away from i wish it, it wasn't the winter because I, I just hate the cold man i hate winter i hate snow i hate the cold i hate all of that dude i'm all about warm weather yet i'm the same dude who's like refusing to live anywhere near the south coast because you know it, it's just crazy down there man like i you know Right. I don't know. It's it's something with having a balance in life. Like sometimes you got to have a little bit of bad and then have the rest being good. In this case, you know, right. having spring and summer. Yeah, dude. When when I got back to school, I mean, I when there was no one there, I would just lie in the grass when it was mm-hmm. coming out. Oh, it was so nice. It was so like helpful, just like to like chill and get away from everything since no one was there. It was kind of a little, mm-hmm. little home away from home. You know. um, Speaking of the pandemic, like, dude, I've realized that it's changed me a lot. I've become, I have become more introverted than ever. And I, I shit you not, if I had the option to just stay home and be on my computer every day, I would probably be more than happy with that because I, I don't know if you remember that does not sound like you. Dude, no, I know. I was like a workhorse in college, and I always was on the go, always fucking busy doing this and that. Talking with people. Yeah, talking with everybody. Always with someone. Now, like the Gion now, he, he doesn't even want to be around. Like he gets nervous being in fucking – like say I go to Walmart. You know, I just have to grab something quick, and you see all these people. Like I just start getting a little antsy, and it sucks because – um you know, usually I, I go out with my girlfriend, her, like her and I, we, we shop together. And then like, all of a sudden, like, I just feel this, this mood just hang over me where I'm like, Oh my God, I fucking hate people. I don't want to talk to anyone. don't want to see anyone, nothing. And just, I want to go in, get my shit, buy whatever I need to buy and get out. 
And my girlfriend, she's a little different because, you know, she's still trying to grasp onto the hope of being able to go out at your leisure whenever you want, whenever you want. And, you know, I try to, I like, we don't argue about it, but I just, you know, kind of make my stance clear with her saying like, hey, you know, I honestly am not as comfortable being outside as I used to be. I just don't know how crazy people can get. Like, I just rather be inside more than ever now. And that's perfectly fine with me because since I don't have to fucking do all this, all these responsibilities that I had, you know, when I was at SU, I have, you know, fallen back so much on just chilling out, man. Cause I, I mm. I'm telling you, Borza, I've been, I've been a workhorse from the get when I came into college. Like I've been involved with clubs, sports, extracurricular stuff, committees, cl- like just almost everything, man. And I've had conversations with people, you know, talking about how I'm wearing myself thin and I've, you know, done my best to cut out the things that I don't think would benefit my future. And eventually it, it only came down to my senior year for me to finally, you know, even have the, the, the littlest bit of, I guess, rest or, you know, not overworking myself. But even then I was still always looking for something to do. Like I just couldn't sit down and play video games for an hour and feel good about it. Like I always felt like I needed to, to do something productive, you know, in order to feel like my day was accomplished. It's just, right. dude, I've changed a lot. I'm telling you, I've changed a lot. I've become uh, a little bit more angry, aggressive, defensive. Um, I, you know, if there's someone that I really don't want to fuck with anymore, I'll make it, I'll either ghost the hell out of them or I'll just tell them, Hey man, like, I don't think this would benefit us. Um, we shouldn't talk anymore, which I've done a few times. And, um, you know, I've, I've never looked back. I also feel, I don't feel bad about a lot of things too. It's just, it's like boards. I'm telling you, dude, like if you, if you take the me now and you put him in as an RA, like you're going to be like, holy shit. (laughs) He's, he's literally not going to give a fuck about how anyone feels just cause you know, he, he's much more of a realist now. He fucking, I I love how I'm dressing myself in the third person. I'm just trying to think about like the why behind that. The why. Yeah. Like why? Um, like, I mean, it could be a lot of things. Like, it could be because of the pandemic. Partially. It could be, like, yeah, partially. It could just be because, like, you know, like, you're an adult now. Like, you don't, like, you don't have to put up with people's shit anymore. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're out of school. And I feel like, I feel like Susquehanna, like, since it was so small, it was kind of like a high school. Kind of. Not really. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, you didn't know a lot of people. It was, like, the size of a, of a big high school, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, and there were people, like, I mean... Once when you learn to grow the fuck up, I mean, you can be like, hey, fuck you, and like, give a shit what they think about it. Yeah. And I I think also being at SU, you were always around such a friendly environment. And I think the one thing I realized once I graduated was that there's really not many places like SU where people will say hi to you every day and you can have a normal conversation. And coming to that realization, you know, kind of, um, it, it's also just the north. Yeah. The north is just cold. Yeah. The people are just as cold as the temperature. <laughs> though, Borza, I, I definitely think you're right, though. There there definitely are a few factors, um, several even. Yeah, because when I was uh, yeah, cause when I was with my ex-girlfriend in Savannah, the people there were so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I think it's a demographic, too. 
like New England, like, you know, completely the opposite. Yeah. I think part of it has to do with, um, I think, yeah, part of it has to do with the pandemic. Part of it has to do with, um, you know, what, what happened with, um, you know, my cousin last year when he passed away that, that, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, you remember that. Um, you were there for a hundred percent of it. Um, I think that that was the start of, you know, me changing a little bit. And then obviously the pandemic just kind of fed into that politics fed into that. Um, just seeing a lot of the really shitty side of the world through social media also played into that. And that's partially why I've been yeah. trying to like stray away from social media in general. Like, you know, I just reopened my Instagram, but like I barely even touch it. I closed my Facebook for months. Really, yeah, I really need to delete my Instagram. Yeah. Just because like I just need to, I'm wasting my time on it. I need to do some stuff that's like break just for like me. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, like the new iPhone has like all those widgets now that seem like, like Yeah. Years. I have. The biggest widget I have is screen time, and my average screen time just shows how long I'm on my stuff. And like YouTube's, and YouTube's like I don't know, like three or four hours a day because I always I'm watching like either the news on that or whatever. Like I'm getting all my stuff mm-hmm. on that. But Instagram, it's like an hour and a half. And I'm like, what am I even mm-hmm. like? Just memes, like sending memes. Like I don't know. Like I don't even remember half the stuff I'm on Instagram for. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I just feel like I need to like deactivate that and like take it like a step away. And I can't get rid of Snapchat because that's like literally getting rid of like text messages. Yeah. Because that's literally my ways of communication. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep that. I agree. So, yeah. But I mean, I, anyway, I, on the positive though, I, I will say that despite the negative changes that, you know, this time has brought, um, I'm still, I could still be the nicest guy, you know. Um, I am still very, you know, I'm a very welcoming person still. Oh yeah. No, I'm still same old me. There's just some things that, you know, have obviously contributed to the little negatives, which I have to be more aware of just because I haven't, you know, I just don't have the resources like I did back at SU and it, it shows it's showing a lot. But I'm, you know, honestly, I couldn't be any more grateful because, I mean, I've mentioned this on my podcast several times, but the one, the one thing that has kept me sane throughout this whole time is my relationship with my girlfriend. It's been, dude, I can't even, I can't even begin to explain how much it's, it's benefited me as a person and her as well too, because it's just you know, it's just all around love, man. Like even when we have our, our small spats, like we never go to bed angry at each other and living with each other was actually a really good thing to do in the midst of the pandemic, just to kind of see how things would go. And eventually we moved in together and things have been just moving up since. So yeah, I'm I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'm glad you love her. Dude. I mean, it was, uh, it was a, a matter of time before I really, really actually settled down. Borza, you, you and I both know that I have, yeah. I've had quite a time with the ladies, man. Quite the romantic, quite, quite the, the romantic, romantic but man, I, I just had so much to give out. And sometimes I gave it to the wrong person and it's happened uh, a few times and some really, really bad times, but I'm just, you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, damn, like, 
you know, sometimes you got to go through it really like the hard way before you actually get to the, the, the light of the tunnel. And, you know, speaking of pain, oh man, we listened to our first sponsor, Adam and Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Use code G for 15% off. Yeah, yeah, no. Wait until I start doing that. Wait until I start doing that on my podcast. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I'm one of those people now. Fucking Joe Rogan does it. It's either going to be that or, like, Dollar Shave Club. Oh, dude, you know, if, if I were to ever advertise or, um, yeah, promote any company, I hope it would be Dr. Squatch, um, uh, Manscaped. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the soap yeah. guy. They have such good Oh, soap. my God, dude. I, dude, I use um, – I don't think we should be talking about products though, you know, until we start getting moved. No, on. no, no, let's not. But yeah, man, I, I, I really I hope I get to, out, to start promoting those. Yeah. Mans- Manscaped like and Dr. Squatch. Watch, what happened? The, like the watch subscription. Like there's like, they send you a watch every month. That would be like. A oh nice yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I forget. I think yeah. it's more of a YouTube. I can't. Thing. No, it'd be pretty cool to get sponsored. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of well, just like stuff, like are you do you have a Christmas list? Um Christmas? Yeah, I already have it set out. It's really not it's not expensive at all. Like I've, like some of the stuff that entails in my list are fucking like white shirts, uh fucking Wii remote or a Wii guitar hero guitar, which I can explain mm-hmm. at a later time as to why I need that. Um what else do I have? Like socks, underwear, just oh, so basic cool. shit. This is how you know you've yeah. adulted is when you're like, oh, I just, just, you know, need more of these basic necessities. And for real, I, I, I need more white shirts, man. Like I, I miss having more white shirts because a lot of them, I yeah. outgrew them because my, my upper body has gotten even bigger because I've just been lifting, you know, a lot um, with my, my personal training. So, oh, wow. yeah. But my Christmas list is is pretty small. If you if you want me to send it to you, I can just so you can kind of look at it and see. Oh, hey, this is what it looks like. Oh, so you want me to get this? No, 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 no. That's up to you. That is up <laughs> to you, sir. But I'll, I'll yeah. low key slide in my address in case you're feeling. Yeah, you know. Of course. Of course. I can just also just Venmo. You. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. Get yourself some socks. Get your socks there. Yeah. Just yeah. Venmo me. <laughs> it's so funny because then, like, what if what if I end up sending you money back and it's like, oh, here, get yourself something? And we honestly could have just not even sent each other money. Just, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's just, I just like, I'm just like, yeah, you're right. So I just send you like a PS5, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's that's definitely far fetched, man. That's crazy. That's why I, I feel yeah, like, like. Are you getting the new ones or what? Are you gonna save up or get the? Xbox? Oh hell no, man! I'm done with home consoles, man. It's all on the PC for me now. Yeah, I'm thinking like if I'm gonna spend 500 bucks on a console, you might as well just buy a PC for like. A grand. I, yeah, that's that's really what I did. I, I invested a whole grand and a little bit over too to like make my own PC. I mean, I have two monitors, I have a keyboard, I have a gaming keyboard and mouse that like light up with all these nice colors and shit. And the best part is, is that I can use my PS4 remote to play games on the PC. Okay. Yeah, like Call of Duty, um, uh, Fallout. Um, I play cyberpunk with my PS4 remote. Like, dude, it's, it's literally, you don't need another console. Yeah. And all the steam games, like two bucks now. Like steam, there's a, there's a lot of steam games that are free and ranging between, you know, a dollar or two to like 15 bucks. There's so many games. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah. 
So, I mean, it's all on one platform. Yeah. Too, so, well, which is nice. well, Borza, I would love to keep talking, but we've reached our time. I'm not trying to go too far over, but we could definitely do this again. Obviously, I, I mean, this isn't going to be the last time I'll, I'll have you on. I mean, whenever we get another chance to do this, but yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to just uh, catch up. It was really nice talking to you about like, you know, all the stuff with SU and the pandemic and how it's affected us and shit. And we obviously can continue that conversation, um, you know, in the next next podcast that we do together. In an hour. (laughs) 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 Yeah, pretty much. No, but I I have like work to do and I have to also eat as well because I'm getting hungry. So, um, no, of course, man. Yeah. Thanks again for, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, um, you know, being my, my gracious guest Borza and also to the people out there. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in for the next episode. Can't tell you what guests I'll have on next time, but you know what? You'll find out on the next one. Peace out. You what? Smoke weed every day.